Okay, so thank you for joining us uh, for the the tips version. If you missed the first episode or first segment, we did cover Bambi and also uh, the banter, so you can catch up on that as well, however you're listening to your podcast right now. Uh, Let's move on to the Titans take on the Melbourne Storm boys. Uh, Now, he has shown here Craig Bellamy scant regard for records. He wants premierships. He's thinking long-term. No Jerome Hughes. No Nelson Asofa Solomona. No Justin Olam. Uh, who else is missing from the grade? Is somebody uh, no Dale Fanukin? No Dale Fanukin. How are we playing this? The start, uh, boys, as we record, is twenty-one and a half it's to a, the Titans. It's a big twenty-one and a half. And did, did you mention the Titans out here as well? No Fodawaker, no Brimson. Brimson, Toby Sexton as well. That's probably, a probably a little bit of a like for like. I think. Yes. Um, I, I, I think this is uh, this is huge. Now the Storms' record against the line last month. Uh, hasn't been great. Didn't cover last week against the Raiders. Week before that, what was it? Let me find them. Oh, they did a number on someone in between. Oh, no, didn't cover against Manly. Were, were Manly were leading that game at halfway through the second half. They thrashed Penrith, and then before that, didn't cover against the Cowboys. So, it, it and the team list that they've picked as well probably suggests that there is a little bit of an ease off yep. just before we, we hit the real stuff um, in a few weeks. I don't like that the fact that the Titans are missing so many as well, but at 21 and a half, I'd, I'd have to be with the, the Gold Coast side here at home as well. Yeah, Munster's come out along the words, uh, along the lines of, you know, a loss before the finals wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. So mm. it's sort of in their head a little bit. I, I think the Melbourne Storm win, but I, I think the 21 and a half, Dan's a bit too big. Like Sean, how do you see it? I probably, I probably tend to agree with everything you guys have said. I'm going to go with Melbourne, though, just because Gold Coast record against top eight teams is so poor. Um, They have lost 23 of their last 25 against top eight teams over the last couple of years. So um, I I just think they don't have points in enough points in them without Brimson. Sexton actually provided something for them, um, especially had a very nice kicking game. So I can see Gold Coast finishing with six or ten, and therefore the question is asked: Where, how many to Melbourne? Can Melbourne be kept to under thirty? And I'm not sure they can, even with a few out. I am fascinated how Hines is going to go at seven, because I think he has been greatly affected by the return of Pappenhausen. Um, it, it's sort of taken his mojo a little, Hines. Um, I think he's going to be much better at Cronulla once he's the man, and 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 sort of. Uh, he doesn't have anyone looking over his shoulder. But uh, without great confidence, I'm going to take Melbourne. But I, I agree with you. That's That line stood out to me too. This looks like an 18, 19 and a half line to me. But it's 21. I'll, I'll, I'll happily take it on. And we saw last week where, and it's been their small weakness probably all year, and they haven't had many of them in Melbourne Storm, that right edge of theirs. They've brought in George Jennings to, to mix it up. He's not the answer to that. No. And... I know they're very, very short, $2.25. This comp's far from over now. <clears throat> South have got one of the best left-side attacks we've ever seen. Um, the Panthers' left side goes right as well, and Manly can sort of score points wherever they wherever they feel like. So Melbourne are definitely beatable, um, and I think a lot of teams have, have now seen that. Uh, it's game on. Raiders plus 15.5 take on the Seagulls. Boys, for me... Uh, Starling's been huge for the Canberra Raiders, so too Harawira and Ira. And we're recording this uh, at 15 and a half. Now, we have the teams where Tommy Turbo is playing. 
regardless of where the line goes, and the line will be dictated by what Tommy's doing, I'm going to take the Seagulls to cover. They're confident. I think Starling and Harry Weir and Ira Croker are big outs for Canberra. They're cock-a-hoop. They're flying. They want to play top four, the Manly Seagulls. So regardless of where this line goes, I'm going to be chasing Manly, boys. How are you seeing it? Wow. Who kicks for the Raiders with, with Croker? Yeah. Rapana's had some kicking. Yeah. So might, you, it might not be a big problem for him. Mm. I think Simonson's kicked as well, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, potentially. Um, I I'd want to, I'd, I'd still want Turbo to be playing to be on such a big number, um, and I'm going to be on. I agree, yeah. Starlings. When he's come on, he's been really good for their attack. My point being, though, Shorty, like <coughs> if he's not playing, it's not going to be fifteen and a half. Turbo, no, yeah, no, no, it'll come no, exa- exactly. Yeah. So there's there's a there's an asterisk in this game, um, but I'm I'm certainly going to be tipping uh, Manly, assuming that Turbo does play. They've got Frawley on a, on the bench. Um, Sam Williams I just don't know where their points come from it is a big number but I, I just have to be on Manly who are really on tilt okay did you fellas not forget what Canberra did to them a few weeks ago now I know that was a uh, origin period um, thrashing but it was Tarpany and Sutton bullying the Manly forwards um, now that's not to say that's going to be repeated but that's only six weeks ago and I don't think Canberra have played that badly, actually, for the last few weeks. Very competitive. Well, competitive enough against Melbourne to say that they haven't thrown the towel in. Beat the Dragons. Terrible against Newcastle, but then three straight wins. So uh, they're, they're still putting in. Uh, you can't bet on this game until you know what Turbo is doing. What will the line be, do you reckon, Sean, if, let's say, Thursday night, Turbo ruled out he's just cut from the 21? Uh, well, ten and a half, eleven and a half. No, it'll go. It'll go to? lower because it, it opened up uh, six and a half when the whole world thought he was out, and then there was a little whisper that he might be playing. Went to eight and a half, and then all of a sudden it went whack. Fourteen and a half, sixteen and a half. So it has to. It probably it might not get back to where it should. Um, but it's got to be single figures. Okay, well, conversely, uh, clearly they're factoring in him <coughs> as some chance not playing. playing. An hour before kickoff, yes, Tommy's playing. What does the line go to? I can I can see it maybe well, 18, 19 and a half? No, nah, maybe not that big. It's at 15 and a half now, 16, yeah. 17. It might just, just creep up a couple of points. Okay. All right, there you go. So Raiders for you, Hang ben. on. Yeah, so yeah. again, it's an asterisk. It's uh, depending on Tom. I've got a feeling Tommy's not going to play, but uh, they say he is. What, I mean, the problem for Manly is they have to keep winning. They actually, mm. they're the one, one of the few teams in the top eight that actually has incentive to keep winning. Manly, uh, sorry, Melbourne, South Penrith, they can afford to lose. Um, uh, Parramatta's probably in a situation now. Top four's gone for them, so they can probably afford to lose one. Um, Manly and the Roosters seem to be the two going for that fourth spot. So, Uh, Canberra, Canberra, but without confidence. Okay, Raiders for Dan, Seagulls for both of us. This game is a beauty. This is an Mm. absolute cracker. South Sydney taking on Penrith. Jared, uh, sorry, uh, James Fisher-Harris back in the extended squad. Tavita Pangai Jr. likewise. As for South Sydney, their back line pretty much back to full strength. AJ comes back into the side, Campbell Graham, etc. Two and a half is the start, which South Sydney are getting. Now, boys, I'm I'm tipping the Rabbitohs to win this game. If they're going to be serious contenders, they need to do it against the Panthers side without Brian Tottle, against the Panthers side who have Nathan Cleary still a little bit underdone. I think it's got to happen now. If they do win the game, I'll be straight away backing the Panthers to win the comp. That'll have a four in front of it, maybe close to 450. So mm. that's how I'll be playing that. I'm tipping the bunnies here in this one. This is the best side that uh, Penrith have probably put on the park for a long time, assuming that Fisher-Harris um, 
maybe Pangai as well. But they're 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 not returning from injuries, are they? No. Um, they've both been out of the bubble for a week, so you'd suggest that both those would play. Um, I I think this line's a couple of points uh, too skinny, um, based on the teams named. South haven't really been challenged by a great deal from memory, and they're on. I know they're on a, a cracking winning run, but this is a this is a fair income. Of course, it is. Um, prelim final type game and I think neither are really going to want to lose I, I want to be on Panthers and I think the total looks huge as well 48 and a half can't see it being a, a wild affair even though we know the Bunnies can score a lot of points Dan how do you see this uh, well these are so, so South's on a 10 game winning streak these are the teams they've beaten count how many real guns yep. there are amongst this lot mm. Gold Coast Parramatta St. George Illawarra, Warriors, Canterbury, North Queensland, West Tigers, Brisbane, Newcastle, Parramatta. Just three top eight wins, uh, three wins against top eight opposition, two against Para, yep. who are in a heat. They're not playing like a top eight team. And Newcastle, who aren't exactly trendsetters. <coughs> Penrith's a better team. Oh, uh, this is a big one for – I think this is more important for South because South flogged once by Melbourne, beaten close by Melbourne, and flogged once by Penrith. They will then go into the flat track bully category, uh, a better class of flat track bully than Parramatta if they get thumped by Penrith on um, on uh, Friday night. I think Penrith, and I'm with Sean, basically you pick here who's going to win yeah, and you hope the line takes care of itself and I think Penrith's going to win this game. Um, it'd be interesting how, you know, Crichton on the wing seems a bit of a waste, but I know they're, you know, moving things around. Um Fisher Harris in 21, that's the one to watch. If he plays, I yeah. think there are certainty. Oh, why won't he play? Uh, Dan, just on your comments too, and I totally agree. If South Sydney are well beaten by Penrith, it's red pen time, isn't it? Yeah. It, it, it's red pen time. If, if you go back to the well and Penrith without Brian Toto, you can't beat them and he turns up in the semifinals. Who they'll play in week one, it's red pen time. Tigers take you on the Sharks. This is uh, Lloyd Christmas Cup. So you're telling me there's a chance. The winner of this is still a little bit in this competition still. The Tigers $2.45. The Shark is $1.55. Uh, I'm going to go the Tigers. Four and a half to start. Yeah, I'd, this is a very, very tricky game. Um... I don't think the Sharkies can be this short. I probably I see Moylan's named on the extended again. Yeah, he's been on that for four weeks now. Yeah. He just can't get it. Can't get it right. Um, it's a it's a complete toss the coin in terms of the which way I want to be on. So let's go West. West Tigers, Daniel. <sighs> They've won their last two, the Tigers, which means they're due to have a shocker. Cronulla's lost their last three and. I thought they were brutally unlucky against Newcastle, um, and but they threw the one away against New Zealand Warriors. La, uh, uh, Sunday had that feeling of that was season over for them. They knew that was probably it for them and the Fafita stuff as well. Um, I think that might have had an effect on them. I've got to take the Tigers on start, four and a half, because yeah. a lot of Cronulla games are close. I think six games this year for Cronulla have been decided by four or less. So... I get a little bit of insurance if I take the Tigers. I think they're playing slightly better. Yeah, give me them. All righty. We're all on the Tigers in this particular one. We'll take a quick break. We'll wrap up the last four games of round 23, plus our best bets are breaking back with more.
Don't miss Sportsbet's new Bet With Mates. Start your group, bet together and share in the moment. Bet With Mates, new from Sportsbet. Uh, we start with the Bulldogs taking on the Knights. That's the fifth game of round 23 and the Bulldogs was one of the two games which could have easily went your way with the line last week. Uh, Sione Katoa, things just fell apart for him. Uh, equally, the Cowboys, they had that kick from Valentine Holmes. They were two rough, rough beats here. He's out, Sione Katoa. Bulldogs taking on the Knights. Luke Thompson comes back into the side for Canterbury. No Daniel Safidi, no Tyson Frizzell. They mm. haven't really been clicking into gear that well the Newcastle Knights. So for me, the big start of 16 and a half, I'm happy to be on the Bulldogs here. Uh, Dan, how do you see this one? That's a, th- this one's so tough because Canterbury with Flanagan back at seven and um, there's so many attacking deficiencies, but Luke Thompson is back. I, I don't think the Knights are a happy team, to be honest. I-, I know they snuck home the other day. When was the last time the Knights had a really impressive win against anyone Problem is, I can see the Knights winning this 24 6, but I'm going to take Canterbury. Um, I'm going to take Canterbury 16 and a half. I just can't trust Newcastle to beat anyone by 16 plus at the moment, yeah. even with even with Ponger and Pierce together. Again, Bradman best uh, not getting enough ball, um, although he copped a knock the other day. Yeah, something's not quite right there. Um, Saifidi, one of the Saifidi boys is out. Daniel. They've been huge. So Clemmer starts. Uh, dogs. Hey, Dan and Sean, does Connor Watson leaving leave any clues? Like, Why is Connor Watson leaving? Like, What what couldn't he get from Newcastle that the Roosters could overpay with? I, I figured mm. that the numbers would be the same or maybe even more at Newcastle. Now, now I'm hearing, and I don't know whether this is – well, I'm assuming it probably is right – that the Knights thought they were in the rush, in the hunt to, to get Connor Watson. And, and the mail I'm hearing is that Connor Watson stands up and says, oh, guys, can I say something? And unbeknownst to that, he gets up and says, oh, guys, I've decided to go and sign with the Roosters. So if that's, if that's right, mm. like, like the Knights don't even know they're out of the race. Um, interesting Something's to see how that plays there. out. Yeah, It's funny. I don't, on paper, that team should be competing. Yeah. But hang on, a month ago, a month ago there were reports in the Newcastle Herald that he... Uh, hadn't been made an offer, or he made an offer he found unsatisfactory. He doesn't have a manager, so he's ringing clubs himself, which has got to be a bit awkward. Um, <laughs> They're staying at the same so, hotel as uh, as the Roosters, yeah. ironically. Well, that's actually good for business. Yes. It's actually really easy for business. It's actually convenient. But um, something, yeah, they had enough chance Newcastle to lock him down. But if you're Connor, you would, unless you've really got the shits with them, you, you, you. I think go back to the your, your own club and you say, well, this is the offer I've been yeah. given. What can you? You get one shot at this. What can you do? And you always give them the final say. But uh, anyway, they had their chance. They didn't. They didn't think he was worth that much. So good luck to him. Mm. Um, my tip in this game is is basically exactly, or the angle is what you said, Dan. I, Knights for me were the the most disappointing of, of a performance last week. I was really keen on them, and, and the market was as well. They were um, they were backed pretty heavily, but their attack just looked woeful. Just offered nothing, and then you map that against the Bulldogs' attack, and you've got a very very low game. So sixteen and a half, <laughs> I have to be on the Bulldogs, and you probably a little tease to what my best bet's going to be later in the show. Eels take on the Cowboys. Uh, so that's a doubleheader, Seabus Super Stadium. That game followed by this game being the Eels take on the Cowboys. This is this is 
Wow, this is pressure. This is absolute pressure for the Eels. Tommy Dearden, your man, who Dan's got the whole world onto this stat now. Yeah. He's still chasing that Poor elusive Tom. victory in the starting side. But boys, I'm so sorry. <laughs> we tipped it here last week. That middle left corridor for Parramatta is a real problem. 35 tries now conceded there. Ola Kuatu got that try last week. Mm-hmm. So I can't talk you out of Hylam Lukey to score. I can't talk you out of Dejanazi to score. Cowboys and the Eels, 11 and a half. Surely Parramatta should cover that. Yeah, Cowboys are hopeless. Yeah. Um, and I know Parramatta are no good, but this is as suitable a game you'll ever get to get back on track. And they will want to get back on track. And we, we know they're, they're um, flat track bullies from what we've seen earlier in the year. If they get a bit of a run on, yeah. they will want to go on with it. Um, so I've got to be on para. What would the start be? Uh, from- just, 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 just what would the start sure. be? A full strength Storm or Penrith <sighs> or Bunnies versus Cowboys side in the same scenario? 30 odd. 30 odd. So that's how far they've regressed. 20 odd points behind those teams. Sorry, Dan, who have you got? Uh I've got to say, the Tigers game, from what I saw, was in the bottom five games of <laughs> easily. this year. It was a high... I think Brisbane Bulldogs was the worst game, uh, uh, maybe because I called it. I have sort of bitter memories. That was a, that was a brutal game to call. <laughs> I think that's number one for low games this year. But Tigers-North Queensland was a very tough watch. Uh, I, I, I have to say Parramatta here. I mean, I still think they're significantly better than a Cowboys side that cannot defend. Um, ironically, you brought up Melbourne. Melbourne did give them what was a 34-and-a-half yeah. start, and that was the one time the Cowboys turned up yeah. and ended up losing by only four. They have quietly become, I think, the second-worst team in the competition. I think Brisbane's better than them now, um, even, uh, even though Brisbane's below them on the ladder. Uh, can't defend, Parramatta can't attack. Gee, I can't wait to call this one on Saturday night. Uh, actually, actually, in all seriousness, this is going to be the story of the weekend, what happens out of this game. Because Penrith and South are going to the top four. It actually doesn't really matter here. Par- Parramatta, now or never. Got to thump them. Hey, boys, I-, I would honestly do this if I'm Todd Payton. The season's shot. I would be saying to Valentine Holmes and Jason Taumalolo, boys, you're done for the year. Because you know why? We need you to come back next year and we need to play to the value because we are heavily reliant on you guys playing to that value, Valentine Holmes and Tao Malolo. You've got another million-ish tied up with Chad Townsend and Tommy Dearden. So those two players, if they're not anywhere near their salaries, this team is going to be cooked for a long, long time. So I'd be saying, boys, go and freshen up. We need a couple of good years, a few good years coming out of you players. That's what I'd be doing if I was Todd Pate. Otherwise, it is a tough few years coming up for the Cowboys. Uh, the Dragons take on the Roosters. So that's your Saturday mopped up. This is your Sunday. Dragons take on the Roosters. 12 and a half start for the Dragons. All chips go in here. They must win this game. <clears throat> Excuse me, the Dragons, to be any chance. No Victor Radley. They come back to the field big time, the mm. Roosters, without Victor Radley. For me, it's a trappy game. Jared comes back into the side. I think the Dragons throw absolutely everything at the Roosters here with the Roosters to sneak home. I'll take the Dragons with a start. Yeah, I'll be. Why, why do you think, then, honestly, I'm fascinated by your theory. Why do you think this is the game the Dragons are going to throw everything at this? I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just fascinated by why you think it's going to happen this week. Well, they've got their full squad. So this is where they go going around with their full squad. They don't... The one thing okay. that worries me is Josh Maguire playing dummy half. Yeah. But the Roosters yeah, have just... They scrapped past the Broncos. They're in a scrapping sort of mode at the moment. But credit to them, they're getting it done. And I just think the 12 and a half might, might just be a bit too big. 
Uh, yeah, okay. I agree. The the obvious huge concern is um, Josh McGuire. Um, have they got have they got someone else they can bring? Well, them I'm to? I'm budgeting into some of my. I, I'm seeing a Jaden Sullivan play there or a Clune or someone. Yeah, I, I can't surely, see him playing surely the not. bulk of that. Anyway, regardless, I, I agree. The the I don't think the Roosters have been playing um, or in a position to to really be given up 12 and a half the way the way they've been going I think the Broncos were really stiff to have lost that game last week um, so have to be on the plus one of the few theories I've had this year that's actually been on song Roosters against the best competition uh, can't compete but against the weak competition can really put on scores except Brisbane I don't know what it is mm. about Brisbane that really troubles the Roosters uh, the Maguire is the one that stood out to me at number nine. Yes, he's played number nine when he was a much younger man. Um, Talatau Mone at uh, number six. That's interesting, actually. I, I actually like that. He, he gave him a lot of spark at the end of the game last week. I, I've got to take the Roosters here. Warrior Hargreaves is back. Takayaho and Liu. So their formidable front three are together again. Um, I tell you what, Egan Butcher and Fletcher Baker. They could be young guns for this uh, Roosters side the next couple of years. That they, they've that Fletcher Baker's really got something, and 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 Egan has really got some grunt about him. Now I'm going to take the Roosters here because uh, I can see them. I, I, I they, they generally have the Dragons measure outside of Anzac Day games, and in fact they've won their last six against them all up, and they thumped them on Anzac Day. Remember that was a big reality check for the Dragons, thirty-four to ten. Dragons were high flying. Roosters said, no, 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 not so fast. So, now give me the Roosters. Yeah, we move on for the final game, round 23. It is the Broncos taking on the kid who in 13 games has been more influential than both Benji Marshall and <laughs> Kalen Ponga, in my opinion. Uh, Reese Walsh. Not Sam Walsh, though. <laughs> not Sam Walsh, the player for Carlton, <laughs> that's for sure. But, uh, Dan, this is a, an interesting game here, the Warriors. They're sort of believing to dream as well. The Broncos, who are finishing faster, they're trying to look ahead to 2022. 20, uh, but um, one and a half start. One and a half start is only the start for the Broncos. I think the Warriors cover that up. Do you? Yeah. Are you with confidence? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I've dead set got no idea in this game. I'm just going to lean the way of the, of the Broncos. My, uh, the worry is a bit of a letdown off. They were clearly up for that game to try and knock off the Roosters. That's a little bit of a danger, but... Gee, not the game you want to see out the uh, see out the round. No. Yeah, Broncos for me, just. Yeah. The, a game like this should be banned for the last game of the round because <laughs> everyone's going to be trying to get – it's the get-out stakes yeah. and it, it's a dead-set guess. I did love the Warriors put out a press release yesterday. So when they announced their team at 4 o'clock or just before, uh, such a, uh, these players back. For Dallin Wattani Zalesniak's 150th game, do you think players are going to be inspired by – Firstly, a guy who's been with them for five minutes, but also his 150th game. It's not the greatest. Mo- it's a lovely, good, good, well done, DWZ. But I don't see that as an inspirational um, number to just get everyone fired up. But to be honest, the way the Warriors are going, they don't need that. Um, it's a milestone and- for him that he's been picked for 150 games. That's the oh, that's a real milestone. The milestones they they serve no motivation for any player. The moment you've kicked off, yeah. you're in the game. Yeah. They yeah. never factor that into your to your betting. <laughs> look, look, the guy was going for a cute headline, and that was fine. By the way, I've, I, I want to have a thought just after this, but I'm going to take the uh, Warriors here. Too consistent and, and the, too gritty. Too gritty. Broncos will have a bad period in this game. Warriors will take advantage. Um, 
Moses and by going to the Dragons, I don't think it's a good buy for the... I don't think the Tigers have made a good decision here in that if they're going to have to pay 500 out of his 800, I'd rather have Moses. Yeah. I'm still going to pay half a million for him to play against me. Now, okay, I know he hasn't given me value for money for my 800. That No doubt about that. But they're not exactly flushed with class footballers at the moment, the Tigers. The devil is in how much they are paying next year, the year after. I'm told it's at least half, in fact, almost certainly much more than half of what his contract was worth. So I, I, I don't get it. I honestly do not get it. I was becoming a hindrance is the term to use. So I was becoming a hindrance, but purely that's related to the pay packet. Uh, anyway, uh, that are the tips. Well, they are the tips. Uh, we have got the best bets coming up after this. Stay with us right here. I hope for the sake of your people, you come and surrender. No! We seek merely postponement. Ha! Your forces are weak, and you expect me to wait? Fair point, mate. It's just, we're still alive in the quaddy over here. <laughs> you had that thing in the second leg? Yeah, you just threw it in last minute. Fair play, say Sean of Black Book. Get on board. Sportsbet's new Bet With Mates. Start your group, bet together and share in the moment. Bet With Mates, new from Sportsbet. One of my favourites, that Bet With Mates ad, and I think the casting was perfect. Yeah, well done on. to the marketing team there. Uh, let's move on to our best bets. Uh, Shawnee, kick us off. Yeah, teased it uh, a little bit earlier when we were speaking through the Bulldogs and Knights game. Now, this it was 52 and a half. Uh, yesterday, so I'm, I'm saying Tuesday. We're now Wednesday at 51 and a half. That's still way, way too big for me. Find me um, two worst teams in attack right now, <laughs> and you'll probably struggle. Um, I, I think it's a huge number. Uh, Bulldogs have somehow picked Jade Nockenbore again, and I, sorry, Dan, I, I have to. I hate bagging players, but. Um, no, nah, he can bag him. He, he needs a spell. He need, They're doing him, and I actually feel sorry for him. Yeah. They're doing him a huge disservice. Hopper's he just, out of sorts too. He was pushing yeah. some awful passes. Well, they're all out of sorts, but I, I just I just can't see where points come from from both sides of the ledger here to get anywhere near 51.5. And, and we've seen a little bit of a change in um, the officialdom of of the game. Yeah. Points, are, points are down. Seven from the eight games last week went under the went under the mark. Um Something to think about the unders in, in the rest of the games as well, but certainly this one for me. Alrighty, uh, Dan. By the way, have you read uh, Gus is now starting to have a real role in the t- naming of the team? So Kyle Flanagan gets another go this week, and Jackson Tapine finally gets a crack at first grade. So uh, he's at number nine. Did I take Newcastle or Canterbury? Can- I want to be Canterbury. on Canterbury. Yeah. Best bet, best bet. <laughs> I also want the Sean bet, but I, uh, there, I we've got to check the get them on side constitution that says we can't have the same best bet because I <laughs> that is my best bet. Okay, I know I've got to have a different one, so I'm I'm taking the Penrith line. I just think they're better than South, um, and I think that's good value. And if they meet in a prelim final or certainly in the two v three final, I don't think you're going to get minus two and a half. I think that that line's going to be five and a half, six and a half. Uh, minimum. So I'll get on this week, uh, Penrith, for me, who I think now might feel like they have something to prove. All right, yeah, can't argue with that. I'm going to go this, boys. I'm, I really, really like this. I think they scrap by the Dragons, 1-12. to 12. I love the price. Purely at the price, the Roosters, 1-12. to 12. But 
and I'm doing this for our punters club. It's my go in the punters club. I'm going to have the Roosters 1-12 to all up the Melbourne Storm 1-12. to I think that the Gold Coast give them a bit of a headache as well. And you're getting about 14 bucks or thereabouts. So that's what I'll be doing. But anyway, uh, that mops us all up, boys. Uh, have yourself a good weekend. Next week we, is we, what, we're Sorry, before we finish off, we have to have a detailed discussion about punters club betting etiquette. Right, uh, because uh, it needs and needs far more detail. Yeah. But the hero bet, which I'd sense there, you're, you're trying to go for a fourteen dollar shot in a punters club. Yeah. Now, if everyone else is having that sort of bet, fine. Yes. But if everyone else is having two dollar fifty three dollars, and you're trying to be the hero, that's that that's like having the NRL CEO and yeah. and bailing him up on a Zoom call, <laughs> telling him about your theories on the game. Well, I'll be hosting next week, Joel, so you can interrupt me as much as you like. Good, I can't wait for that. Don't forget as well the best tip we can give you. Take a sec before you bet. Set up a deposit limit regardless of the bookmaker which you use. I've mentioned this many times. I do this myself. But anyway, most importantly, gamble responsibly.